0: Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, The Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from nine to ten as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions. So please send those in to inch by inch at peterinch.ca, and we will enter that we will enter that into a draw to win a smart thermostat at the end of the month. How's Mister Gilbert?
1: You are having some troubles this morning. <laughs> Holy cow!
0: Yeah, I just not didn't get in here early enough to get myself settled.
1: And you didn't. Yeah. Wow. Did you have a long day yesterday or something? Uh,
0: I had not a long day, but. I my knee hurts because
1: of, all that walking
0: no the ride just having it not in a position and uh, oh. but the walking didn't bother me but the ride did so okay and we're going to talk a little bit we were down at the
1: the uh, cmx cmmpx uh, trade show in toronto at yeah. the toronto convention center and it was kind of cool uh walking around um not wearing a mask and seeing people without masks on. It was kind of surreal almost. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and CMPX is? The uh, Canadian Mechanical... Plumbing, plumbing. Plumbing. Expo. Expo. See, not bad. So. A little coaching on that. Yeah, little. <laughs> I got the two first two right. Canadian Mechanical. Yeah.
0: And Plumbing, because there was a lot of plumbing. Yeah, there, there was. was, yes. And yeah. then... Uh, Exposition,
1: yes, so. exposition, and it
0: was at the London or London, yeah, wish it was Toronto, at
1: Toronto Toronto Convention Center should have so. been at the London Convention Center, <laughs>
0: but it was at the Toronto. <laughs> well, Convention maybe Center. you
1: can maybe you can um, you know create one here.
0: I'm kind of busy with the prior. Are, oh, okay, yeah, okay, all
1: right, I it's kind of got right. my hands okay. tied there.
0: But maybe when I retire from doing curling oh, championships, you'll, I, I you'll, could try you'll, that.
1: You'll plan a a, a C, a L, C mpx show why not why not
0: why do we got drive to toronto we should be able to go to it in our own city that's right so
1: okay you just have to convince all the other manufacturers and distributors and everything uh, that were there to make london on the map i'm good at convincing people you need to you need to talk to art 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 bacon yeah yeah bring Art back and do a show he could pull it together you know yeah
0: now the when we were there and we had already sold a couple of these, but water heater heat pumps,
1: hybrid heat pumps. Yes, they uh, they it's an electric water heater with a heat pump on top of it, um, and its prime function is it doesn't you know it will bring the electrodes on which make which are more expensive to operate than if you were just to run the heat pump option. So the heat pump option is the most effective way. So uh, they were there. There's lots of them on, at the show. So the three main manufacturers that we saw there were um, A.O. Smith, uh, John Woods, Ream, and uh, Bradford White. So And they all had a hybrid heat pump hot water heater. And those water heaters also have... Um, Uh, a rebate on them through the uh, Canadian Greener Home app so I think you get a thousand dollars for that water heater so it's quite substantial now it's not an inexpensive water heater uh, because it's got heat pump technology in it so you know it's going to be a lot more expensive than what you'd pay an electric water heater for but efficiency wise and uh, reducing carbon and and uh, being on the on the greener home thing then that's kind of the way to go
0: So we're gonna. So basically, it's an electric water heater with a heat pump added on the top. That's correct. Yes. And the heat pump has a filter in it
1: that needs to be washed. Yeah, it has to have a filter because it's drawing air through it because it's just. So where's the filter on your refrigerator? There isn't one on my refrigerator. Well, but your refrigerator is a heat pump.
0: Yep, yep. But you're supposed to get underneath and vacuum it, but there's no filter
1: there. Okay. Well, maybe if we did, then you know they'd last longer.
0: Well, and the and when you, uh, it's drawing the air in from the home.
1: Yeah, that's an option. So you can you can get a kit for it if you want to draw air from outside, uh, and then exhaust it outside. So there are ways you can do that. There are ways you, that you can. You just have to order the kit for it. So if it's going in a really small space, you may want to consider that. But if it's going into a fairly open basement, then you probably don't have to worry about that. But it, it
0: does normal it's drawing yes. the air from the house yes bringing it through yes extracting the heat out of it to heat the water that's correct when the water is now warm and goes to your home to supply your showers and
1: yes and so the idea they were telling us is you know it runs all night long or it runs during the night when when cost of hydro is at its lowest uh, preparing for the day and uh, now if you had a high demand of use then it's going to probably have to bring on those electric elements to do that,
0: and then when it does that and brings on those elements, um, it's just like an electric. Exactly at like that an electric. Which
1: you know they're efficient as well, but this just makes it much more efficient.
0: And and availability can be a challenge.
1: Extremely so, um, as you can imagine, it's got a heat pump, so that heat pump has an electronic pad, so. Uh, there's a chip problem, so um, we've you know we're waiting for one to come in, uh, and so just it's not something that you can just think about you want one today and you'll get one tomorrow. Um, you need to plan this a bit. So if it's something you are considering, you better uh, get in line for that because you there may or may not be supply and you may have to go on a list. so okay. unfortunately, yes.
0: Well, we'll talk a little more about that. You're listening to the inch by inch a home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And we'll be right back after these short messages.
1: You are listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, This is the part of the segment of the radio. uh, This is Steve. This is part of the segment of the radio when I get to... uh, introduce one of our uh one of our people in Peter Inch and Associates and today I have the distinct pleasure of introducing you to Spencer Spencer how are you
2: I'm doing very good Steve how are you
1: Great thanks and so uh usually Spencer I just I ask you know I, I ask the guys or or girls whoever here whoever I get to interview just uh we just need a little background as to who you are what you do so if you can just uh, Tell our listeners, you know, your name and um, a little bit about yourself. That'd be great. Awesome.
2: So I'm Spencer Ball, and I grew up in a small town of Embro, Ontario, and I've been in the trades for around 10 years now. I went to Fanshawe College to get my gas ticket, my G2, and I turned around and started my sheet metal apprenticeship where I worked in Woodstock for seven years, and then I turned around and am now here at Peter Inch and Associates.
1: Cool. So you've uh, you live in Woodstock?
2: Yeah, I live in a little town outside of Woodstock called Ambro. Ambro, okay, yep, yes. Where yeah. um, I started milking cows when I was seven <laughs> years old. Okay. Had my uncles, and then uh, ever since then, it's been uh, been working ever since. So yeah, oh. it's been good.
1: Oh, cool. So you it, obviously you, you enjoyed the trade. I love the trade. Okay. Yeah,
2: I do enjoy it a lot, especially with what I do is sheet metal, and uh, from turning a flat piece of metal into a 3D object is really uh, is really cool.
1: Awesome. And so uh, married.
2: Yes, I'm married. Uh, my wife Samantha. We've been married for um, four years now.
1: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And so, um, what I I know you're you're friends with um, a couple of the guys here that you went to school with, correct?
2: Yes, correct. Yep, Josh Betancourt and Brandon Baldwin. I know from school back in Fanshawe.
1: Cool. And uh, so. How did you find out about us? Did they reach out to you?
2: Yes. Yeah, so actually, Josh, he, uh, he was the best man at my wedding, so we've been pretty oh, close. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we've been pretty close over the last uh, probably eight years or so, ever since really school. And uh, he's the one who brought the opportunity to me. And I uh, said that they were really looking for a sheet metal guy, and uh, I was all in when, as soon as he said the word.
1: So then you had to come and meet us. And uh formulate some sort of opinion to think, do I really wanna do I really wanna be here? <laughs> yeah, so actually the
2: first time I met everybody was uh was here in the office. And uh as soon as I got here it was a very welcoming group. And uh with just the first time meeting everybody it was uh it was almost a no brainer that this is where I So we didn't scare at. you away? No, not okay. at all. Not at all. No. Okay.
1: And so um you know, we, a uh, brand new company, um, it's it's interesting because um, I probably didn't envision that we would have a sheet metal shop like we have. Oh,
2: no kidding. It's came a long way, or yeah, it came a long way, Steve. It's uh, amazing on what we have and, and now what we can do with the equipment that we do have.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, uh, and and your predecessor, the, the fellow that I had to work with for many, many years, Dave Sherwin, yep. uh, came by and... Uh, you know, it was interesting just to see the two of you connect. But uh, there's a lot of similarities between the two of you. Oh, good. Uh, and Dave uh, was a master uh, sheet metal mechanic. So, uh, and you know, from what I've seen from your work, uh, you're right there with him. So, well, thank
2: you, Steve. Yeah, I wish I got to work a little bit with Dave. But uh, just from hearing what the guys have to say and in yourself, it uh, it seemed like he was a very good uh, good sheet metal worker.
1: So usually, the the joke in the trades. Uh, uh, people is that salespeople when it comes to, uh, so my, what part of my job function is to go out and, and not only when I see a furnace and, and recommend you, uh, what kind of furnace to put in your home, but I, one of my job is to measure, uh, the metal, right? Yes, correct. And, uh, kind of the, the joke amongst the trades is that salespeople don't know how to read a tape measure. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, just a little bit, but Hey Steve, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great no, no, no. job. I
1: just, cause I just want to go there because, uh, I don't think people appreciate just how difficult it is because, you know, we put some measurements down on a piece of paper and typically there's always something that's probably missing, right?
2: Every once in a while, yeah. And so so then you
1: have to rely on pictures.
2: Oh, pictures mean a million words.
1: And experience to try and make something because number one, um, it has to be functional. Correct. It has to look good. Yes. uh, And it has to go together and, and... we don't like taping mistakes, right?
2: No, and that's the thing is if you have heat off for the day and you have to have the heat on by the night, if uh, the metal doesn't work, then
1: it doesn't it, work. It's so, an issue. yeah. So then you, you know, if a mistake's made, you pretty have pretty much have to remake it from scratch. Correct. Yeah. Right. And so, and i I'm, I'm sure like all sheet metal guys, you like to do things twice, right? Oh, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love it, Steve. Okay, so. Which is why today you're coming with me and we get to crawl around in an attic. You bet. To to measure up a job that uh, that I sold. And um, now, mind you, it doesn't have to look pretty, but it will look pretty regardless because that's just the way it works.
2: You're right. It is too. I like to do the work and make it look good, Betting if uh, if we're looking at it or if no one's looking at it. It's always yes. done right.
1: Yes. So, um, at least today it's cooler and we're not going to be walking through an attic when it's uh, like 30 degrees outside, right? Yes, I do
2: appreciate it doing it today, Steve. <laughs> I do.
1: So the last time I took you out on a job uh, was for a, a family just over in the Oak Ridge area. And um, they had an old furnace mm-hmm. and then we they wanted it moved because it was right in the middle of a room.
2: Yes, it was taken up the whole room.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, we do that. Uh, there's there's an extra cost to that, obviously, because we're moving. Not It's not just the, f- the furnace, but we have to extend the ductwork. We have to move gas piping, electrical, all that stuff. So it's a bigger job than what people just think. But how did that turn out?
2: You know what? It turned out great. It turned out very good. The, uh, the owners were very impressed just on what the room that they were able to gain with moving that furnace to the wall. It, uh, and it looked great. It works great. And uh, everyone was happy in the end.
1: Awesome. That's cool. And so, uh, I'm just going to, so yesterday as a, as a group, we got to go down to Toronto to the, uh, CMPX show Yes, and, you know, walking around as a salesperson, it's kind of cool because we look at different things, right? I'm looking at new product and new ideas and you guys don't do look at that at all, right?
2: No, we were all about the tools, Steve. <laughs> all about the tools, <laughs> what new things are coming out. Yeah. Yep. How to make
1: your job easier. Yep. Like I saw stuff that I just couldn't imagine, like, uh, Things that kind of crimp copper together, like on the yep. Milwaukee side, and then, and then, and then we walk past that fab place where there was a, a thing called a plasma table.
2: Yep, the plasma table. Steve.
1: So, what's a plasma table?
2: Uh, plasma table. It basically takes a uh, computer program, and you put all your fittings onto the computer program, and the the laser or the plasma, the acetylene plasma, cuts out all your fittings. So then, the sheet metal worker won't have to do it by hand in the shop. So basically, it takes a computer program and does it for you. And then you're left with a product that all you have to do is bend into place. And uh, it saves a lot of time.
1: But, uh, you know, you're going to lose hand strength then. Oh, yeah. You were right. (laughs) I am too. (laughs) But uh, that was kind of interesting because I've never seen one before. And uh, it it was pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. And it can do all different kind of things. Like even it can do um, shapes. Um, It can do like a a fish or a flower or a tree. Just a a 2D model. It can do a lot of things than just ductwork.
1: So it's like a, almost like a three D printer for metal.
2: Yeah, typically yes. Yep. Oh,
1: cool. So you know that certainly is on your wish list.
2: Oh, is it ever? It's at the top. <laughs> just if you're wondering, Steve.
1: Okay, but I, I'm I, unfortunately because we're such a new company, we probably gonna have to wait for that. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. But the uh, I, I did see you know the more traditional stuff, the break, uh, the shear. Yep, the. Sure. I didn't. Uh, did they have a Did they have a ShopMaster table there? No, I didn't see a
2: ShopMaster, but there was a Pittsburgh machine as well.
1: So Pittsburgh, just for people that, because it's all foreign to them, a, yep. a Pittsburgh is.
2: So it basically puts a uh, an edge on the metal that allows you to make a three D object. So that's what connects the metal together to make that three D object.
1: Cool, and we have one of those. We do have one of those. And it works <laughs> great. So uh, you're enjoying your time here so far.
2: I am so Steve. Yep,
1: yeah, I am too. And you don't mind working with the guys? No, I get
2: along with all of them. They're all great, and uh, I like to do good work. And all the guys here do too, so that just makes it even better.
1: They really do, right? That's that's actually it's very important to it us. Is. Yeah. Well, thank you, Spencer. Nope. It's uh, it's been great to uh, have you on. Being able to talk, giving people a little bit of insight as to who you are, and really, uh, ten minutes flies, doesn't it? Does it ever? <laughs> Does so, it ever? I just want to just remind people, when you're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752. We're always at peterinch.ca. And uh, we're going to take a break, uh, and we'll be right back. Thanks.
0: Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. How'd your interview go with Spencer?
1: Went very well. You
0: couldn't tell me anything about it?
1: No. No. You know I don't. A little bit? No. No? Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to have to listen, right? That's the way it works.
0: Um, now, before before Spencer, we were talking about heat pumps. We were. And, and we saw quite a bit about heat pumps, not just the water heater heat pumps, but heat pumps themselves on display down there. It was quite prominent.
1: Yes, we did. So there was all kinds of um, new... Uh, new and better heat pump technology, which is on the marketplace these days. So, um, and then, but what we're trying to do, it, because it's the, it's actually it's the it's the ductless heat pump, which is the one which is really making the biggest waves these days. And so, what they're trying to do is they're they're trying to find a way to to take that ductless heat pump and then marry it on to a, a normal. Uh, air conditioner evaporator coils that we can put on a gas furnace. So that's that's been the that's been the the neatest uh, th- that's been th- that's been the most challenging thing that they've been trying to do these days to get the two and then marry the two technologies together so they can talk to one another. So it's it's one thing to have the heat pump and another thing to have the furnace, but then in order for them to communicate and tell which one to turn on and which one not to turn on. Uh, depending on what's going on outside with how cold it is, that's when all the logistical nightmares happen. So um, that was kind of the big thing that was going on there. So there's some companies that are right on top of it, and there are just a few that are just kind of lagging behind. So uh, that's kind of where uh, part of our interest was, because with with the Greener Home rebate program, which is on right now, driving some of those energy rebates, being pro-electric and pro-heat pump these days, uh, we are certainly uh, interested in pursuing that and uh, recommending that for people in the London area.
0: And we um, we even saw the heat pump stands are changing a little bit when they put them on a roof because oh, yeah. I guess they've determined they can blow over.
1: Yes, there's, <laughs> there's some where you actually, you know, you spend all that money on that heat pump and then the next thing you know, you get a, you know, big wind in London and uh, it's on a roof and next thing you know, it's on the ground and... Um, that's why they've got these, they're very robust stands. And uh, I don't think that even a guy like, like, a, like a football player could knock one of those babies over.
0: And we had a friend um, who looks after people in the Sarnia-Arcona area. Yes. Uh, catch up to us in a booth and uh, come over and congratulate us.
1: Yes, it was. It was great. Uh, it was great to see him. Uh, that's Kent, and uh, he's the uh, from Midlam. From Midlam in Arcona, and uh, it was great to. Uh, he kind of was walking in the area and uh, saw us, and then came right over just to kind of congratulate us on starting the business. And um, it was just, it was just great uh, seeing him again.
0: And that's where our armchair technician Richard, yes, is working. I guess yes. he's not in an armchair anymore now. He's not, so. but
1: he. Uh, He's really happy working there. Uh, We talk to Richard from time to time, and I know the guys call him on a regular basis because Richard's an encyclopedia on some stuff. And so it's good that um, our technicians and Richard still have a great relationship, that they can talk to one another and just throw out different ideas or challenges out that they may be having on, on a piece of equipment. So... Uh, that's great that that flows between us as well.
0: And Audrey, anybody who knew Audrey was in sales with us for a lot of years. Yes, for a long. She's time. Uh, semi-retired up in that area with him.
1: I don't know if she would call it semi-retired <laughs> because I know she she works very hard for uh, for Kent, and uh, and he uh, he really appreciates having Audrey, as he he uh, as he said uh, to to us at the show yesterday. So it was just it was great. It was. Um, you know, we first met Kent at an HRAI meeting, and um, and he's a very knowledgeable, very personal guy. Um, kind of reminds me of, you know, way back when, 28 years ago, when I got into the trade to begin with. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and that was probably our
1: last HRAI meeting before COVID hit. It was you probably know. our last HRAI meeting, yes. So. But that's going to be coming back as well. So uh, in the London area, we're going to be um, getting that kick-started back up again. So... Uh, just now that COVID's gone, there's really no excuses not to meet. Yeah.
0: Now, we had a couple of questions come in, and this one, I think, is must have been happening last year because it's sure, you know, there's only Peter Inch who turns his air conditioner on this early. But
1: That's for certain. Said, why is my
0: air conditioner freezing
1: up? Why is it freezing up? Well, if you're Peter Inch, you've turned it on, and it's too cold outside, and it'll freeze. Uh, but other than that, there's a, there's a lot of reasons. One is maybe it's your furnace filter. So it's the first thing that we're going to tell you to go check. If you haven't changed your furnace filter uh, throughout the winter and now you've turned your air conditioner on, um, if, if there's a two parts to your air conditioner, there's an evaporator coil above the furnace, and it gets very, very cold, and it's damp as well. So if, if we can't get air past that coil because you've got a dirty filter, that moist, moisture is just going to freeze, and it's going to turn into a big block of ice eventually so uh, that's one reason number two would be so your coils clean and your filters clean but maybe your outdoor condensers plugged and so same sort of thing it's not going to be able to do what it does and then the only other there's two other reasons one is a lack of refrigerant so maybe you've got a leak someplace or and so it it doesn't have enough refrigerant to do what it does it's going to freeze and the last reason is a restriction so restriction just means the refrigerant can't flow from, uh, from the evaporator to the condensing unit properly, and it, it could end up icing up as well.
0: And once a unit ice is up, you turn it off, and like 20 minutes later, you can turn it back on?
1: No. So if you, see, if you go outside and you see just some ice around the, the base valves of your air conditioner, imagine, imagine uh, like those big square chunks of ice that you used to take out of a lake with tongs. That's what's above your furnace. So that, that coil... Is like a big hunk of ice, so it's going to take at least twelve hours for it to thaw out.
0: The uh, and what, a lot of water and a lot of water. So you need to put towels and that down. Like it's not good for your furnace. No, but uh, it's no. the only way to do it. Some people will turn the heat on furnace on and melt it quickly, but you're still putting the water through the furnace. Yeah, but the psst. Pss. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, and that can hurt your heat exchanger because yes. all of a sudden it's hot and then. Water's hitting it. Yeah, Yeah, it's not good for it. Um, When we were done, you know, one thing I saw when we were down at the show, which would have really helped me back in like 1978, (laughs) they had a you know we flared tubing back then. When I was, you'd come by to see me at work, and I'd be sitting on the back of a pickup. They have an
1: automatic flaring. They did. I did kn- see that. The little
0: hand one, and it went all the way around, and then went all the way back, and then you took it. And I thought, man, those six-inch pieces of copper that I had a flare, I could have done those like in an hour and got to the beach instead of all day <laughs> sitting
1: there. For I'm another. sure your father would have found something
0: else for you to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. you you did. You went, oh, I'm not sitting here anymore. I'm out of here, and away you went.
1: Well, away yeah, I went. Yeah. I had, but that's what you get for being in sales.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> Then, um, but it was it was really interesting to see, and I mean, the busiest booth there was the, the tool, the Milwaukee booth. Yeah, yes. the tool Actually, booth.
1: That's because they didn't get to the DeWalt booth yet. But the you know the major ones were DeWalt and Milwaukee were there, as well as Rigid. Rigid's more uh, heavy duty machinery, but the um, yeah, the Milwaukee booth was very busy.
0: Yeah, and lots of and they did it right. You had to go to the four stations. And get someone to sign. And then yeah. once you did you could hand it in and get a, a hat or a shirt, shirt. or
1: something like I that. I got I got bits actually. I got you, yeah, bits yeah. for my drill. Yeah.
0: And did you get any for me? No. Did no. you
1: stand there? I wasn't standing there. <laughs> I okay. said, well then, I so said
0: I gotta buy these tools, so I'm not standing there. Yeah. You, know,
1: you could so. so they had this massive, massive uh core drill uh it was the it was the, the it was the machine and the drill and the bit and the diamond bit. I mean, it was it was huge. And I thought, wow, who's going to pick that up and run that machine? Because I couldn't. Yeah, battery or electric? Battery, battery. Right, yeah. that's impressive.
0: Well, I always worry about battery because when it dies, you know, electric you can still plug it into the wall. Yes,
1: you know? but that's why you have an extra battery that's charging. Yeah. yeah not till you forget you don't and forget now, now no, you see can. you don't forget see when when i it's the same thing i've got a have got a drill at home and it's got two batteries so when i go to work on something i i've got the fully charged battery i i start using it the other charges it goes into charger right away so it brings its charge up ready to go so when i just switch and i've never ever not been able to work all day in that situation
0: okay. all right Well, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates, heating and air conditioning. And we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates, heating and air conditioning. Um, One thing I laughed at when we were down there and and we get this all the time from uh, people, you know, we said, okay, you know indoor air quality. You got a UV light. You know, and it will kill COVID. <laughs> okay, a hundred percent. Yep, yep. So you talk a little more, and then you say, so a hundred percent it will kill COVID. A hundred percent. Well, maybe like ninety.
1: Well, the, it'll if it goes past the UVC light or the UV light, like it's it's going to do what it does. Um, but it's not. But people under, don't understand is it's not going to take it off the table or it's not going to take it off the where you touch the door handle. It, it, it can't because it's not going by the light. I mean, so as long as it goes past the light, it's going to do what it does. But that's why they can't, you know, they can say if it's exposed to the light, it's going to do what it does. It's going to, it's going to neutralize the viral and the bacterial stuff. But there again... If it's not aerosoled and it's not running past the light, then it's not going to do anything.
0: Well, and don't exaggerate. You know, that's what really drives me nuts is you exaggerate it to try to get me to buy it. Then when it doesn't perform the way I want, then I'm going, well, you know, what did I, what did I buy? And, and that's one thing that we kind of pride ourselves on. We're not going to sell you something just to sell you something we're no
1: we try to do all the research behind it and and make sure that what we're talking about and and what we're presenting before you is going to do exactly what we tell you it's going to do
0: and and we believe in filtration
1: Yep. air changes ventilation Yep. yep. okay and what else humidification dehumidification um So filtration, purification, ventilation, dehumidification, humidification. um, And all of that is what goes into indoor air quality. That's correct, yes.
0: It's not just one thing.
1: No, because moisture in your house is a real tricky thing uh, because in the summertime you, you want it out and in the wintertime you want it in. But also there's complications because new homes don't need moisture in the wintertime because they typically have too much so there's a game that we play and and uh, because we're trying to figure out a balance and so the, the the best thing for your home is to keep it constant all year round and that can be difficult when we have you know high humid x days when the moisture is really pushing hard and then in the wintertime, it, it's getting too dry, and so now you've got to add, and, and then you've got ventilation because ventilation dries out a house as well. So there's really there, there's there's a science to it, and um, to get it right, sometimes uh, it's going to cost a little bit more money than what you thought that you would have to spend on that. But if you really want a constant humidity level in your home all the time, it can be achieved, but um, there's quite a there's quite a science to in order for that to happen.
0: And you know, and we we talk a lot about HRVs or ERVs, uh, and uh, you know, I have one in my home. And when you operate it correctly, you can have ventilation and humidification equally. Right. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not shocking the dog, but I also have the fresh air coming in, um, so that I I feel, you know, I can breathe in the home.
1: Right. There's a balance point, so. Uh, when, you have a, when you have a ventilation system running in the wintertime, it tends to dry the house out. So uh, in order for you to have that ventilation and keep a, a consistent uh, level of humidity in the house, sometimes we have to add moisture to compensate what, what, how we're drying it out. So as I say, we really there's systems, and they really have to be set up properly in order, and then they have to be maintained so that they can still give you that same kind of performance all the time.
0: And we have some, you know, um, promotions on mm-hmm. rebates off, uh, both from the manufacturer carrier, as well as from green, greener home, greener yep. home programs where you can now replace your air conditioner with a heat pump or, and you can get pretty substantial savings.
1: Yes. So yeah, depending on what products going in your house, uh, it qualifies for certain rebate levels. So, um, Carriers doing their part, uh, and then uh, Greener Home is done. Greener Home is done through uh, the uh, an audit program so, or an ins- home inspection where they do a, a depressurization test on the house. So there's a there's a pre inspection and a post inspection, but that has to be done in order for you to uh, get any of those rebates. And unfortunately, we as a company don't guarantee those rebates. We can't, nor will the manufacturer. But based on only the auditor or the person who's doing the inspection can can say yes you get it or no you don't so we've done our part based on what the manufacturer tells us and what intercan is saying and then we we can supply a number because this is what the equipment achieves and then really it's the inspector who is the final say so it just have to be important like we can't Take the liability on that. It has to be done through Intercan.
0: And there's a lot of um, max out on that. You know, yes. you can you can think you're going to get ten thousand dollars back, but the max is five. The max is five. Yes. So it's you know they want you to do more and more to insulate your home, but they will cap the rebates yes, that you will. can get back at that point. And they're not instant rebates. No. Nope. You don't get five thousand off the price. Nope. You know you're six to eight weeks waiting for that rebate money to
1: yep. come in. After you have your second inspection done, so just c- keep in mind that um, when they do that assessment in your home, they're going to teach you an awful lot about your about your home. So where it's leaking, where you can make improvements, and, and it's really smart to listen to them because there's lots of areas in your house that you can make those improvements. So um, just just don't just think about the rebate on the one product or two products, and, and then go think. Listen to the inspector and hear what they have to say about yeah. your house.
0: Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and we all, I always say I wish rebates would go away, but they don't ever seem to go away. They just change. They change. And then they sometimes change to the better, sometimes change to the worse, which I mean there's more paperwork, more stuff you have to do, more boxes to check before you can get it. Um, We were here in one place in Vancouver, you just show them your invoice and they cut you the check. Right. So... You know, it's different all across Canada on on how they handle that. Yeah. Um. So on the filtration side, you know, we always hear HEPA, HEPA, HEPA's going into schools and HEPA, HEPA. What's HEPA?
1: HEPA is high efficiency particulate arrestants, and so it's just a fancy way of getting to a, a very, very small particle. So. Uh, it's the best filtration they have on the marketplace these days, um, but it's so it, it's so good at what it does. You can't put it beside a furnace. So there's no filter, which is a HEPA filter in front of a furnace. So you can't slide a HEPA filter in beside your furnace cabinet, uh, because it, the furnace isn't capable of pulling enough air through it in order to give you enough heat or air conditioning. It would cause other problems. So true HEPA is an add-on. And it is a canister or a box which sits beside the furnace, and we take a sample of air in and out of the return air system. So you've got your regular filter, whether it's a 1-inch or 4-inch or 5-inch, and then you have a, a bypass filter, so, and that takes a sample of air. It's, it's got its own uh, fan system in it, puts it through a HEPA, which is the cleanest you can get, and then it reintroduces it back into the airstream. So that is true HEPA filtration. Um, and the nice thing about that, I tell customers, when you buy that HEPA filtration, at least if you change the house, you can take that with you and reinstall it into another home because it's a. It really is kind of a portable unit. Um, although it is attached to the ductwork, it's really designed for you because you needed that. You needed that cleanest air. So there's no reason why you can't disconnect it and take it with you.
0: Now we've got a big uh, open house coming up.
1: We do. April twenty third, April twenty
0: third, eleven Saturday. to one. Yeah, um, we want everyone to come down, visit. We're going to have fifty percent off filters as a special. We're also going to have special if you book a sales appointment. Yep, um, we'll have some, uh, you know, free humidifier with every sale. Yep, uh, it's it's going to be uh, quite a fun day. We'll have some cake and cake. Maybe do the radio show live that day. We'll have to see if that's something we can do.
1: Well, yeah, a lot to see about that, yes. Well,
0: uh, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. You can listen to a podcast or you can listen to this show or any of our other shows by going to peterinch.ca and hitting our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Bye from Inch. Life's a Cinch. We'll see you next week.